Welcome to the official podcast of the Hoffeld Group. Your host is the CEO and Chief Sales Trainer of the Hoffeld Group, David Hoffeld. Welcome to the Science of Selling, the place where you get actionable sales insights that are backed by hard science. I'm your host, David Huffeld. Today, we're going to talk about an important topic, and that is how do you use loss aversion? I mean, exactly how do you deploy it? I'm going to give you a cutting-edge, unique, three-step process that'll help you actually utilize the power of the fear of loss. Before I do, though, I want to give a shout out to all of our new listeners. We've had just a huge increase recently in those listening, and I was looking at the stats and wanted to call attention to some of those popular cities that are listening to us. Top few I'll read here, Columbus, Ohio, is number one. San Jose, California was number two. Mountain View, California, number three. Chicago, Illinois, number four. Edmonton, Alberta, my friends in Canada, number five. San Paulo, San Paulo, number six. And New York, New York, number seven. Minneapolis, Minnesota is number eight. When it comes to countries, it's interesting. United States is number one. 63% of our listeners are in the United States. Canada comes in number two at seven. Percent Australia's next, United Kingdom, India, Netherlands, Brazil, Tanzania. Thank you so much for all of you who are listening. But let's get into today's podcast and talk about fear of loss. Now, if you remember a number of podcasts ago when we talked about the six whys, we talked about the science of loss aversion or fear of loss and why number six, why spend the money. Part two, I went into that in detail. So I'm not going to do that again because hopefully you know. Loss aversion matters a lot. The research and neuroscience show it is twice as powerful as desire for gain. Here's the problem with loss aversion, though. No one uses it. Every time I talk to salespeople about loss aversion, they're all like, oh, it's so powerful, so, so good. And then I'll say, well, how do you use it? And they go, well, I, I, you know, I don't, I've, I've heard people have said it's good, but I've never used it. Right? No one knows, like, how would you use it? And one of the reasons why loss aversion is challenging to use is because it is so impactful, but it's slightly negative. When you talk about desire for gain or positive outcomes, it's all the good things that are going to happen when someone buys your product or service. Loss aversion is what they're going to miss out on, what they're going to lose if they don't move forward with you. And oftentimes people say, well, I don't want to come across as a pushy salesperson. I don't want to be that person so I, I don't know how to use it. My friend, those days are over. Why? I'm going to show you exactly how to do it so you can leverage loss aversion and never come across as a pushy salesperson from the 1970s that none of us want to be. So how do we do it? First of all, we need to commit to leveraging loss aversion. It is just too powerful to not leverage. I mean, the science on this is overwhelming. Not only is it more powerful than desire for gain, as I've already mentioned, but one of the most effective ways to help people be motivated to change is to leverage the power of loss aversion, fear of loss. You need to be good at this. When you're asking your customers to make a change or you're asking your new clients, potential clients to make a change and work with you, there's risk in that. It's inherent. And so you need to be effective at leveraging loss aversion because this is a powerful lever you can use and to not utilize it, well, that's just not acceptable. That's not good for them or you because people often need your help here. Listen, if they are going to miss out on something 
by not moving forward with you, you have a responsibility to tell them that. It's in their best interest for you to tell them that you're helping them. But now the question is, how do you do it? I'm going to give you a three-step process that's going to transform how you use loss aversion. Let's cut right to it and jump in. Number one thing you want to do when you're deploying loss aversion, look into this three steps. Number one is the key to introducing loss aversion is to introduce it by showing a genuine concern. So show your feelings, show your heart on why you're trying to help your potential client by helping them understand what they're going to miss out on, what they stand to lose if they don't move forward. So you want to show genuine concern. So how can you convey that as you introduce loss aversion? It can be as simple as saying, you know, my concern would be is that if we wait, a phrase like that, my concern would be is that if we wait, or I know this is exactly what you need. I'm excited to see the results you're going to get with our product. My concern would be is if you don't move forward now, See how you're softening it up. Then when you introduce loss aversion, now when you introduce loss aversion, fear of loss, you want to use words like missing out or lose out on. My concern would be that if you don't move forward now, that you would miss out on the benefits that you would get with our product. Or you could say, my concern would be if you don't move forward now, you're going to lose out on some of those benefits you would experience from our product over the rest of this year. See, you use those words. So how do you frame it? Introduce it with genuine concern. That's going to soften it. They're not going to feel like you're pushing them. Then you reveal the actual genuine thing they're going to miss out on if they don't move forward, what they stand to lose after you've done that. And this is key as well. You want to use a phrase to, again, soften it on the back end. Not that you're softening fear of loss, but what you are doing is you're softening the way they perceive you presenting, that you are not pushing them. So here's what you do. You want to end with a phrase like this. Of course, it's up to you. Of course, it's up to you. Or you can say, I share that with you just so you have all the information and can make the best decision for your organization. So again, you personally back off, but that fear of loss is there. So you introduce it with genuine concern, share the fear of loss with phrases like missing out or losing out on, and then you end it with, of course, it's up to you, or something like, I share that with you so you have all the information and can make the best decision for your company. Think of one place right now in your sales process that you can leverage fear of loss that maybe you're not right now. How can you phrase that? How could you introduce it to your average potential client where you introduce it with genuine concern, use those phrases of missing out on or losing out, and then end it with, of course, it's up to you, or I share that with you so you have all the information and can make the right decision for your company. Put that together, do a little exercise, and think, what would that sound like? What is something common that your clients will miss out on if they don't take a certain course of action? Write that out or think about it. And then how would you end it? And then put all three pieces together. When you do that, you're going to find that loss aversion is very easy to use. And more importantly, it's a great way to serve those you sell to because it really helps them understand what they could lose if they don't move forward with you. And now that you know this three-step process, introduce it with genuine concern, use those phrases when you present loss aversion, like missing out on or losing out, and then ending with, of course, it's up to you, or I share that information so that you can make the best decision for your company. 
When you put all that together, now it's easy to use loss aversion. No one will feel that you are pressuring them. And now you're leveraging one of the most powerful scientific tools we have to motivate human behavior. Because most salespeople talk about how great loss aversion is, but never use it on an actual sales call. And now, if you apply what I just shared with you, that will never be you. And that could be a game changer. So what are you waiting for? Do that exercise I just shared with you. Start applying this because when you do, you're going to see you become more influential, more persuasive, and your sales will increase. So there's only one thing left for you to do. Get out there and sell something. We'll see you next time. <laughs>